spend your time with will define the stories you hear the stories you hear will define the stories in your head the stories in your head will define you so choose wisely who you want to spend your time with hello to all the listeners i welcome you all back to the podcast on trebind you know the quote choose wisely who you spend your time with This is by Angkor Varico from the book Do Epic Shit. Recently I've been reading this book and the main point of attraction is that this book talks only about failure stories of the writer. He writes it so that the people who reads could avoid those when they encounter any such. It could be from business to life and to love. You know I love this book guys because it has the same theme as that of our podcast helping everyone with the doubts in business area by getting insight from the experienced one so this podcast has more to offer everyone despite the domain you work on you all know that i'm a computer science student i study project management as a part of my course hoping so to be a developer soon being any sort of manager they hold high values and duties when you work under them you tend to learn a lot in such a way you get promotion too so today we want to attain a lot of information from one such person matthew barrel Hey Matthew, welcome to the show. And before starting, let me give a quick intro about Matthew. So you did your engineering, I mean, bachelor's of engineering uh, in Montreal University in robotics and automation, and then you did a certificate program in Stanford University regarding innovation and entrepreneurship. From there on, it's a ten-year journey where you started as an infantry soldier in Canadian forces. That is pretty impressive. Let's talk about it later. And then you started being an intern. Then you have been through a process of being a system engineer, and all of a sudden, there comes a project manager, which which in turn like led you to this new field of CEO and founder of Dexinova, which is exactly a project management startup, right? and yep. you are now a, again a co-founder of octave labs it's it's like a lot of things in the journey uh, <laughs> i just wanted to know what's special about dexinova and octave labs what is so impressive about it sure um so dexinova was kind of a company i built while well, i started by myself um when i came back from california um so i started my career in california um i've worked for oris surgical robotic it's a robotic platform for uh uh bronchoscopy um and we've sold the company to Johnson and Johnson um and then I moved to Verb it's a joint venture between Google and um 
uh, Johnson and Johnson, and then we sold also to Johnson and Johnson. And both company I work for in California became the um, robotic surgical division of um, of Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when I came back, so I came back because of COVID mostly and the visa and all this. Um, I came back here and I wanted to kind of like find a way to give back and 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 like help startup um, to really grow and and know where like what what's the challenge and all this. So I started Dexnova to kind of help um, other startup to, to, to grow there. Um, did that for about like a year and a half too. Uh, and then realized that it, it's great to help other people. And I still do it. I'm still an advisor for other startup and I still try to help them, but I also wanted to start my own company. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's why I just decided to start Octaz. So the drift in 2020 to get into entrepreneurship, how did that start? Like where did you get the idea of getting into entrepreneurship? Yeah, so um, I think that some people love to do nine to five, and, and it's it's totally fine. Um, I'm not I'm I'm not in in that category. Uh, just because I love to like learn stuff and 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 do different stuff daily. So I had a lot of like trouble to like do the same thing daily for two months. I was like, no, I can't do that. It doesn't make sense for me. Um, so in 2020, when I came back from from California and the COVID was there, and it was kind of like a a crazy world, let's say that. Uh, it was a perfect time to test it, right? Test entrepreneurship yeah. and see, like, is it perfect for me or not? Um, so that's why I decided to say, let's let's try it and see how it goes. And 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 from there, it just doesn't stop. When you jump into the rabbit hole of entrepreneurship, it just doesn't stop. Certain people say it's it's important to have field work. You worked as a project manager, and then you started a project management startup. Do you think that it is necessary to have a field work in order to start something new? Yeah, I think yes, because um, you learn a lot with the first year as an employee, and and sometimes a lot of young people say, "Oh, I sh- like I will do that that way," or "I we should do that that way." But you don't have the full picture and everything. So sometimes being an employee and and seeing how it goes and being in the shoes of the employee also is always always good for later on. Um, I'm clearly not the same that I, I was when I started to work. Uh, don't get me wrong. Also, like some people start coming yeah. like uh, after college or before even like they don't even do college and they start a company and it worked perfectly and it could work and it's it's awesome. But I think that learning from um, from your field work makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like one of my teachers at Stanford told us, and it really like stick with me since that day. But he said like. Being an entrepreneur means like you risk your time and you risk your energy and you risk your money. Um, so you need to be ready for that. And then and, and it's always easier if you can risk your time and your energy, but the money of external investors. So that's all something that is important. And to have external investor, uh, it's easier to kind of have like a, a circle of, of connection. So you can create that circle of connection in your your yield, like your first year working on the field and all this. You create new connection. You learn how it goes, and then when you're ready, you're a bit not stronger, but like in a better position to to grow and and get ready for your company. You told me like you know you don't like working in nine to five job, but you know people always think of having backup plans the financial thing they have to remember to take care of the family. You know, if, you, if you're going to leave that nine to five, it, it sets you a comfort zone, just being there, just the fear of being there. And how did you break out of that shell? <laughs> uh, that's, it's a fair point and it's totally, like, totally true. Um, 
like some people they do nine to five and then they have kids like you said they do sport they travel and all that and that's awesome uh i don't have kids right now and that's something that i there's a reason for that like i don't have a kid because if you're an entrepreneur it takes a lot of time so you need to balance this uh i want kids i want to have some kids at one point but like it's 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 kind of crazy but you need to time your stuff correctly uh everything as an entrepreneur is so important to time everything and make sure that everything is going to be like in time and plan and everything um so you kind of have to kind of plan also your life around your company so you have to plan your your kids and your vacation and all that like when i was in california i didn't took any vacation for four years and when i came back here and i started my entrepreneurship like life i decided to say okay I need to plan my vacation. I need to force myself to take a vacation and like, okay, I'm going to have kid in two years when the company is stable and I can move forward. You know, like it's kind of a lot of planning that if you do nine to five, you don't have to think about that. So, yeah. But then, you know, the financial side, how did you get that thing to start your startup holding the financial aspect into mind? Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's a, like it's a lot of people will jump full time and like it's it's not easy for everyone and you have to find the money or or friends and family and all that mm-hmm. um and and like i said like a lot of people like i i often said and it's it's going to be cheesy but do what you love and you'll never work a day that's like it i'm it's 100% true uh <clears throat> but sometime you kind of have to think about like okay i want to do that i'll do that it's my passion and it's going to be crazy but if you do that if you do that in in a in a financial like in a and not in a non lucrative market you need to be ready to also and to work hard right so mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to go do like one two or three year in a lucrative mm-hmm. field in something that you can like create a small nest so you kind of create a small nest you put some money aside so even if you do and i'm going to just throw some number there but you do let's say 50,000 a year you live with 20 so like you live like you're in college but you put 30 in the side you know that you're going to have one or two year aside for when you go full time in entrepreneurship right and that's that's important and again it's it's going back to planning so if you have an idea you're an entrepreneur you want to start your company fine but plan accordingly so maybe it's your idea is awesome and you should do it but maybe you should do it in one year and then the next year just save a lot of money put it aside and get ready for the next year so it's it will like delay your entrepreneurship life but when you're going to be in it you're going to be way more stable way more solid okay so in your you know bio on linkedin you said that teamwork is always important something related to that how much do you think teamwork for a startup is more important you know i have an idea being a founder i can say it's good but to have a co-founder to have a team to develop it how much do you think it's necessary uh it's crucial so every like there's a lot of startup you can have the best product everyone want it but you don't execute it it's not going to work if you cannot produce what you want to produce it's not going to work and the people you are with or the people that are going to produce the idea or create the idea so if you build a team of people you don't know or you don't really trust them or like it's never going to work you're going to like just have so much trouble and people will leave your company and all this so so and in startup it's hard like every time i hire someone at octave i told them i need you to have a a mindset of an entrepreneur i need you to be okay if i call you at 6 pm and say hey i need you right now because it's crashing and it's really important and and some people literally during the interview tell me like oh it's not for me and i respect that i i want these people to say no it's not for me so 
the team is everything. My co-founder, we're, we're, we've been working together as on a side project since mm-hmm. like 2012 or something like that. So we know each other a lot and, and having a co-founder is, is uh, honestly, it's a relationship. It's, it's like super important to have a good co-founder. And, and I think that you need a co-founder starting a company by yourself is awesome. Uh, you could do it mm-hmm. and it's possible, but when you're going to have our time and it's going to be really like, like struggling and you don't have enough money or you're not sure what you're going to do, you need someone to help you. Right. It could be your, yeah. your, your significant other or a friend or something, but they, they don't understand as much as you, the, the problem that you're facing. Right. Versus mm-hmm. if you have a co-founder and you have a trouble, you're both in that, in, in that trouble, you're both in that, like, like, like you need both to hustle and find a solution. Yeah. So it's really important to have a good co-founder and your team need to be solid when you start. Got it. So, you know, what were your first stage of struggle? Like when you first start, you know, first time as a fresher into an entrepreneurship, what were your struggles? Uh, managing your time. Like you, you, you start as an entrepreneur and like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, I don't know, code, code this and that's it. And you start coding and you're like, well, I need to pay my employee. Okay, how does that work? Okay, I need, I need to like raise money. How does that work? Uh, how does HR work? I need to do marketing because you don't have a marketing person. How does, so you have, you realize there's a lot of stuff to, yeah. be, to do and it, it's, it's piling up. Like it's going to grow more and more and you're going to have to do more and more of our time. Uh, so if you don't plan, if you don't manage your time like the right way, you're not going to make it. So you really need to, to plan accordingly and, and manage your time and that's something that I struggled when I started because I'm someone that loved to like I, I'm like I'm reactive I'm not proactive I'm, I'm super like I procrastinate a lot like I'm gonna wait until it's really necessary to do something it's it's my it's, it's I'm like that but at one point if you're an entrepreneur it doesn't work you need to like plan mm-hmm. so right now I force myself any every Monday to like sit down an hour and just like plan my full, full week even if I never done that for my life now I need to do it just to make sure that I don't forget something, that I cover everything that I need to cover for the week. And that if there's some emergency, I can like have some time, uh, like uh, some uh, free time to, to address that emergency. So it's, it's always important to have a plan. Then yeah. what about hiring? It, it's impossible to get a people at the early stage because you don't have money coming into your business, but you want people to work for you. But how do you yeah. get people in that situation? Because yeah. everybody has these kinds of questions. People really don't know how to hire people when they start this startup. Yeah, so and that's that's really like I'm happy I've lived in California because it's really two different mindsets. Um, in California, when you join a company, automatically you get some like part of the company. You you have what I call skin in the game, what people call skin in the game, man. And this is like a lot more valuable than a lot of stuff. So at Octav, like we're a small company, we just started in January and we don't have like uh, insurance and all these like whistle, bell and whistle that a lot of big company have, but we give equity. Every time someone joins our team, we give equity and we're like, look, you're going to get this amount of, of, of equity because I want you to be part of the team. We, we are building something together. I'm not building, you're not an employee. We're building that together. So it's super important that... Um, you you make sure that the employee has some skin in the game that they love to work for for you for the company. So it's really hard. Like hiring is really really hard for a startup. 
especially when you don't have money, right? My two yeah. first employee, I told him, guys, I'm going to pay you like a ridiculous salary. I know it doesn't make sense. It's nothing, but it's just to cover like the bare minimum. But please like, like jump with me. And when we raise, I'm going to like double your salary. Like it's going to be like good. It doesn't make sense. And, and they trusted me. Like, like they said, okay, let's do it. Let's try it. So you kind of have, you need to find people that are going to jump with you, right? And that's not a lot of people. Not everyone is, is ready to jump. Yeah. So it's not easy. You have to kind of like, yeah, like yeah, work hard and find the right person. Yeah, you have to like, like, like show your vision to the, to the other person and, and show them that like, look, it's going to work. It's going to make sense. When we make money, that's what you're going to do. And it's like a vision. And that's why I think successful uh, like CEO or entrepreneur they, they have to kind of have be a bit like charismatic or like they, they have to be able to show the vision, you know, to be able to like to show what they see, what mm-hmm. other people don't see. Because an entrepreneur is someone that sees something that other people don't see. Like yeah. you create something to address a, a need or, or to create a need or something like that. So this is super important for an entrepreneur to to like exp- like show that vision and, and like show that it makes sense. Okay. You know. What is one thing that most people forget about entrepreneurship? It's a cool thing. Everyone jumps into it immediately. Whatever they think it's an idea, just jump into entrepreneurship and just write, I'm the CEO of the company. But what does people forget about being an entrepreneur? Uh, it's risky. It's, it's a lot of risk uh, and it's stressful. Um, one thing that like I, Dex Nova was by myself, so I didn't have any employee and it was good. Um, but at Octave, now I have like four employees and I always said that to the co-founder, to Luke, my co-founder is like, man, this is stressful because now some people are getting their paycheck because mm-hmm. of the company. And that's super stressful because if you close door, because there's no more money in the bank, well, these people don't have a job anymore. So like, maybe you are financially like, uh, good. You, you can like pass through that struggle and find another job or start something else. But some employee that want to do nine to five that work for you that are awesome employee may not be in the same situation as you. So it's risky and it's stressful. You need to understand that people rely on you at one point. So is this like too stressful to handle or, okay, you have to go through it in order to attain some decision. How does you comment on that? I don't think it's too stressful, but it's not for everyone. That's for sure. Um, you kind of have, you, you really need to believe in your idea because you need, honestly, being an entrepreneur is a, is a bit being crazy because you believe in something that no one saw before you and you're bringing people to try to believe that. Mm-hmm. And, and you may say to some employee, okay, I have money for one year of work. After that, I don't know if it's going to work. So, so it's not too stressful, but it's a lot of stress. You, you have to be ready for this. And that's why it go back to, take some time for vacation and plan accordingly because the more you plan, the less is going to be stressful on the daily stuff, right? You have yeah. to like, it's going to be stressful to have employee, but if your daily is not stressful because it's well-planned and you know where you're going, at least you don't, you don't have to, to deal with that. How, how do you handle your distractions? Distractions that come start from social media to families to vacations, like all of a sudden your family plans for a vacation, but you have to be there at work. And you sit in social media for about five minutes or 10 minutes or like half an hour goes like a fraction of a second. How do you handle those distractions? Uh, you book yourself some time. When I, when I like, I, I'll just 
play with, like deal with it as soon as, as much as I can. But at, mm -hmm. at one point, if I realize that I'm passing too much time dealing with other stuff in my life, like whatever it is, I'll just book myself. So I'll book my calendar of like two, three hours of like, I'm, I'm busy. Like I have a lot of, of busy time in my calendar, which are not meeting and are not like something I need to do, but I'm just going to lock some time so I know I can focus and just be doing this, just be like working. Mm -hmm. um, you have to deal with it. It's part of, it's part of, this, it's part of the game. Uh, but at the same time, we kind of have the freedom to work whenever you want, right? So yeah. by being my, an entrepreneur, if my girlfriend said, hey, we need to go to the grocery store or whatever, I'll go because I know that when it's going to be 10 and she goes to, to, to bed, I can just work from 10 to 11 and there's yeah. no one in the house and I'm okay, right? It's flexible. So that's the good part. Got it. And what, what is a quick piece of advice that you'd like to give to an upcoming entrepreneur? Like what they have to remember when they start? Uh, learn finance. Even if your company is not in this field, mm -hmm. like if you're doing whatever it is, like you need to learn finance. It doesn't mean like investing in all this. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to understand what, what is the liquid money? Like if the money is liquid or not, can you invest money? Can you like... How do you get money from people? How do you raise, um, like how much money you need for an employee and all this, just doing like a budget for your company. It seems ridiculous, but I've seen some startup that raise money, but don't have any budget. And I'm like, okay, like, when are you going to be able, like, when, when do you think you can release something? Oh, two, three years. Do you have enough money? Right, we don't know. But how can you not know that? Like, so learning finance, even if you're not in that field is crucial mm -hmm. for an, for a company. And my final question is like, how do you define passion? Passion is where everything starts from. When you want to start anything, passion is going to be the most necessary one. And how do you define passion and how do you define failure? Uh, passion for me is what, like, what wake you up, right? Like in the morning, like I used to sleep a lot when I was working from nine to five, wake up at eight and go like do all my stuff and go to work. Now that I have my, my company, I wake up at six and I'm, I'm like super wake up. I, I go and I just take my shower and I start my day. Like, so passion is something that just, you, it's going to boost you. It's going to wake you up. It's, it's going to make, make, like make you not sleep at night and stuff like that. And failure uh, is actually just a way to learn. I know it's hard sometimes. Like I've had some failure. I've, I've worked some, for some company and mm -hmm. it didn't work out and I left and some stuff like that. But like at one point I, I took a step back and, and look at all my career and I was like, yeah, this place didn't work out and I left, but I've learned a lot and I know now that it was part of, of who I am mm -hmm. right now. So uh, embrace failure and fail fast, fail fast. Like I have a, I have kind of a mindset that I've done since my start in, in the workforce is that if I don't like what I do, I give myself six months. And if in six months, I still don't like it. I, I stop and I do something else. So you have to fail fast. So give you give some give yourself some time. Like you need to give yourself some time. You don't like something, don't 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 stop after one week. That's why I, I take like six months. But fail fast uh, because you've learned. You're gonna learn something about your failure, and you're gonna like grow out of this. And the next time mm -hmm. you do something similar, you're not gonna repeat that that mistake. Got it. That's that's truly cool. You know, having you over here today. A lot of people hearing this would have learned from the starting to the ending of entrepreneurship within this quality time you started from planning time management and then you went to hiring you know co-founders hiring process and then how to failure it, it's like 
everyone will have an overview of what they have to have in entrepreneurship and what they should not. It's it's truly a quality time with you. And do you want to say any other thing to the listeners? Well, thanks a lot for your time. It was awesome to be to be to be uh, talking about that. And and don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to jump in entrepreneurship. And also, don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, you'll be surprised how many people will say just yes at anything if you ask for help. Thank you, Matthew, once again. I know this is a lot of information within a given time, guys. But don't worry, we'll start to move frame by frame as in the upcoming episodes. I'm here to give you all the answers to the questions that are pressing your mind and stopping you to start from the point where you are. I know it's so scary at times about you know thinking what might happen if things doesn't go our way. What if things get crashed? What if I don't perform well? What if you know people don't like what I talk? How I am looking? I'm not such a person to give you guys any suggestion, but as a girl struggling to keep a step forward for years, and now I'm here with my first step forward. It it literally takes a huge courage to keep your first step forward. It's not that easy. It took me almost like three years to actually visualize what I have to do. But every time that fear haunted me, like, what am I gonna do? What if people think about me in this way? What if people think about me in that way? What if they comment me on my voice? What if they comment me on my appearances? I have embraced all my doubts and fear of failure. If you ask me, but if you guys ask me whether I've embraced it fully, my answer would be no, not yet. I still fear like, what if people don't like the content that I post? But I hope this content is gonna be valuable for people. around the world like i could say 10% of people could feel it valuable yeah it's fine if someone doesn't feel it's waste of time it's okay and for some people out there who are struggling like me i feel this content is more valuable to them never be afraid to ask for what you want manifest your dream every single day your dream has all the power to bend the universe and it's sure that the whole universe will bend according to your dream but just manifest it every single day in your life when you wake up from the bed and when you go back to the bed manifest it as much as possible throughout all the fears that you have if you're about to fail as matthew said fail fast when you fail fast you learn a lot you get hurt again you learn a lot It's okay to get hurt, but at the end of the day, you get the most valuable lesson that most people couldn't even think about. Throw everyone out of your life for a minute. Close your eyes. Think about what the outcome could be if you have made your dreams true. Just throw people out right now of your mind and just think about it. If that moment feels a huge life to you. go for it just go for it don't think about anything because after 2 years you'll be sitting on your couch regretting that you didn't take that step forward on that day i hope the upcoming episodes bring your passion together and keep you moving guys catch you up in the next episode you're listening to entrebind and i'm your host 
guys wait i know my name is hard to get so from now on you're listening to entrebine and i'm your host pj